You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 19. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you ever feel disconnected when you're in a prospecting meeting? You know, it's a meeting that seems awkward. So you keep asking more questions and making more statements. But the prospect just seems to be more disconnected. (laughs) And you're pretty sure that it's not going too well and that you're never going to meet with this person again because, well, let's face it, you just didn't click. But picture a meeting where you felt very connected. (laughs) It's the type of meeting where you felt like uh, you've known this person all your life. And you're pretty confident that you're definitely going to have another appointment, the closing appointment, because you connected so well. But why did one meeting go so well and one meeting didn't go so well? Or, better yet, do you know exactly what to do to connect in each and every meeting? Or, Are you just hoping that each and every meeting goes well, but expecting that some will and some won't? If so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers don't have a process for making a connection during a conversation. And they don't even know it. And the reason that they don't know it is because they don't realize it, and they don't realize that there's a better way. And the better way, it's what I call the filler formula. What it does is it fills in the conversation so you make a better connection. So what do you do? Well, you really have two choices. (laughs) You could keep doing what you're doing, and most likely you're going to keep getting the same level of success or lack of success that you've been getting. Or you could learn how to fill in the conversation to make a better connection. You could learn the filler formula. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the filler formula. So if you want to learn a process for connecting during the conversation, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn the filler formula? Because unless you learn a process to get connected or even prevent being disconnected with a prospect or a client, you'll always be hoping that your meetings will go well instead of knowing that your meetings will go well. So how do you do this? It's by using a simple formula that I stumbled across years ago when I was listening to some financial advisors role play a first appointment meeting in one of my group coaching sessions. And it's about using this simple formula to make a better connection. Let me explain what I mean. So the formula itself, it's kind of easy, but to illustrate it better, I need to kind of give you an analogy. So picture this, 
Picture questions or statements. Questions are kind of like bricks in a brick wall. And think of the conversation filler, what's in between the questions, are what I refer to as filler, are the mortar. So picture three walls. The first wall is only bricks. There's no mortar. (laughs) It was made with no mortar, and you literally could walk up and push that wall over. That wall of bricks is like a conversation with only questions or statements and answers. Here's another word for it. It's an interview or it's an interrogation. It's just question, answer, question, answer. That's no way to have a meeting. Now picture the second wall. The second wall doesn't have any bricks. It's just mortar. (laughs) Just one big pile of mortar that's on the side of your house or on your landscaping. Now, how much weight do you really want to put on that brick wall? We can't even call it a brick wall. It's a, it's a mortar wall. The point is, is that you don't want to put any weight on that. There's no real substance to hold anything back or hold anything up. Get this. That's a conversation that's all small talk. There's no substance. There's no great questions to take someone down a path to understand their situation the problem inside of the situation, the implication of not fixing the problem, or your value. It's called spin selling. I went through that in a podcast in episode 17. So if you haven't listened to that, I'd go back and listen to that. Now picture the third wall. The third wall is a brick wall with bricks and mortar. <laughs> so this is just your basic wall, but it's very strong. There's no way you're going to push this thing over. Why? Well, it's because it's built solid. It's built the right way. You see, your conversations are the same thing. If you have an interrogation or an interview, question, answer, question, answer, it's not good. You're not connected or they're not connected to you. And if you have the opposite of that, which would be more of all small talk, there's no substance. So, just as you never build a brick wall without mortar, you should never have a meeting without filler. And what we're going to do today is we're going to cover three things in this podcast. First, understanding the importance of fillers so that you understand what they are and how they make a better connection. Second, the five forms of filler so that you understand how fillers work and how you can apply them easily in any conversation. And third, the filler formula tools, so that you understand how you can use these tools to make using fillers a habit. Now, before we jump into these three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business and your life, for that matter, be like if you knew exactly what you needed to do in order to make a connection with a prospect or a client? Would you apply what you learn? Would you take your business to the next level? Well, if the answer is yes, then let's begin. The importance of fillers. Creating a connection 
during any meeting is essential in building a relationship with a prospect or a client. However, most advisors and agents and wholesalers and branch managers and agency managers as well fail to have a formula to make that connection. Instead, they focus on asking a series of canned questions or they make statements that have been scripted over the years. What they fail to realize is that there's a number of ways to bind the conversation together to help prospects and clients feel more connected. And the best way to explain how important fillers are is to tell you a quick story about what fillers are. And here's what I mean. Years ago, I was in a group coaching session, and actually I called it a team coaching session. And to make a long story short, there were two principal partners and six rookies. We were doing a group coaching session or a team coaching session, and two rookies were role-playing the first appointment. One rookie was the advisor. One rookie was the prospect. And the advisor was asking questions, and the prospect would answer, and the advisor would jump into the next question. So it was question, answer, question, answer. It actually felt like the advisor wasn't listening at all. And one of the principal partners had said, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. And I said, I know. It sounds like you're not listening. I said that to the advisor. And he said, uh, I'm just trying to ask my next question. And therein lies the problem. And so what that principal partner did was he said, hey, does anybody have a copy of Stephen Covey's book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? And I did. So we opened it up, or I opened it up, and he explained to me something called empathetic listening. So what empathetic listening is, is just a way to let them know that you heard them. It's a technique. And I'll go over it in a future podcast. The point is that I realized that empathetic listening is the thing you do after they answer your question. And when we started to do that, I realized fillers, that's what I call it, filling in the conversation, are very important. So a good definition of what a filler is, is what you do before you ask another main question. Kind of another brick. It's the mortar part. And what I've found is that they fit together perfectly when you do a formula that I call the filler formula. It's just question, they answer, and you sprinkle in a filler. And spin selling, which I covered in podcast 17, episode 17, How to Master Questions-Based Selling, is a perfect strategy to help you connect if you ask spin selling questions and each time they answer, you add in one of the five forms of filler that we're going to cover in this podcast. And the reason is, is because it makes a deeper connection. And when you combine spin selling with the five forms of filler, and you do it in that formula, question, answer, filler, it goes from an average monologue that a lot of advisors and agents do to a dialogue that makes a better connection. And in addition, let me explain where the filler formula fits into the pipeline. And it's pretty easy to remember. It fits in everywhere. It really does. Because in each stage of the pipeline, whether it's the initial contact, the first appointment, 
the second appointment where you close or asking for referrals, you're asking questions. And every time you ask a question and they answer, you sprinkle in a filler. And that is the filler formula. But in order to do that, you must understand the five forms of filler. And that's what we're going to cover next. Understanding the five forms of filler. So the following week, we came back into group or that team coaching session. And I explained to the team and the principal partners that I noticed something happened over the week. I noticed in other group coaching sessions, there's more than one form of filler. There's more than just empathetic listening. In fact, I uncovered five. And I designed a group coaching exercise to help them to apply the filler formula. You see, the number one solution for not understanding the types of fillers is to simply learn the types of fillers. And that's why I want to go over the five forms of fillers with you right now so that you can use these anytime with prospects or clients. Anytime you ask a question and they answer, you'll know exactly what to do. And typically, you don't only use one form before moving to the next. However, after you get better at this, you're going to learn how to do what I call filler stacking. And that's when you take one form and you put another one on top of it before you ask your next core question. <laughs> it's kind of like adding a little bit more mortar in between the bricks. So let's jump into the five forms of filler. The first form is called acknowledgement statements. You do this all the time and you probably don't even know it. The acknowledgement statements are just a quick statement that lets the prospect or the client know that you're listening. And typically, this is the easiest form to do. And typically, most people do it all the time. And they don't even know it. Here are some examples. Words like, okay, all right, mm-hmm, I see what you mean. I hear you. They can all be sprinkled in after that person answers your question. So it might sound like this. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you in today? Well, you work with my brother-in-law, and I'm getting older. I'm 55 already, and I thought maybe I should just find out if I'm going to have enough money in retirement. Okay. How much money do you have in retirement? Well, I've got somewhere in the neighborhood of 750000 but the market pulled back, so I'm not really sure. All right. So what do you think you have right now? Well, I don't know because I don't know how much the market's pulled back. Okay. Pause. So notice what's happening. It's better than not saying anything, but it's not great because it's almost a little dry. There's some connection, but not enough connection. However, using acknowledgement statements is very powerful when you stack them on top of other fillers, which I'll show you later. So, if you're doing acknowledgement statements now, listen for how many times you do this in your meetings, because you probably do it more than you realize. The second form of filler are stories. Stories are a great way to help the prospect or the client know that you're listening to what they're saying. It 
adds a layer of, of connection to the conversation because they understand that you have an experience or that you have a story or that you know somebody that went through the same thing as what they're talking about. See, typically, this is a filler that needs a little pre-appointment planning because you want to make sure that you have a few stories that you can tap into at any time. And here's the best way to set up the story. It's by having a story phrase or knowing your story phrase. Here are a couple of examples. So tell me a little bit about yourself. What brings you in today? Well, I'm 55, uh, thinking about retirement, and you work with my brother-in-law, so I thought I'd come in and see you. And uh, I've, I've got some money that I put away, about 750 but the market's pulled back, so I don't really know what to do. I completely understand. You know, that sounds like a client that I had a few years ago. He was about your age, 55, 10 years from retirement, and he wasn't sure what to do. And he didn't know how much he'd lost when the market pulled back. Guess what we did? Mm, I don't know. You did a whole plan for him? You looked at everything? Exactly. Guess what we found? I don't know. That he was taking too much risk? Exactly. It sounds like you know this guy. Or maybe you might be this guy. Does that sound like something that we need to take a look at? Pause. Notice what I'm doing here. I'm sprinkling in the story, but at the same time, I'm asking questions inside the story to get that person engaged, to be a part of the story. <laughs> I think you understand what I mean. Now, your story phrase, it's a great way to transition from, or from the conversation to the story. And you start the story phrase by remembering to ask a question while telling it to make sure that you pull them in. Notice I did that several times where I was pulling in the fictitious prospect by asking an additional question inside the story. You see, when you do this, when you tell stories, what you're doing is you're taking the spotlight off of that person and you're putting it on the story so that they can relate to someone else. The third type of filler are sound bites. <laughs> sound bites are great when used sparingly and at the right time. See, one of the best ways to, to make a connection is to give the prospect or the client a soundbite from somebody else, like a famous quote or a phrase that they've heard for years. This allows you to change the focus of the conversation to what somebody else said, and it helps direct them to the logic or the emotion which connects with them about the subject. But you're not putting the spotlight on them. And here's an example. Let's say that you're talking to someone and they're doing the same thing over and over again. I think you know where this is going. And it sounds like this. So tell me a little bit about the type of investing that you do. Well, I'm buying a hold and I don't know, it just seems like every couple of years when the market pulls back, I, I want to sell out. And then every once in a while I do, I sell out at the bottom. And I don't know when to get back in, and I get back in later, and I don't know. I've never worked with anyone, and I don't know. I'm not sure what to do. Well, you know what Einstein said about the definition of insanity? No, what? Well, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So what do you think you should do? Pause. 
notice what I did. Sprinkled in a quote, and it was Einstein. I didn't say it. Einstein said it. And I took the focus off of this person, put it on Einstein so that they can relate to the quote. It's very powerful, but here's what I want to really explain to you. Do not do this too often in a meeting because it can get annoying for them. But get this. If you do it every once in a while, it's powerful because they'll come to a conclusion that they want to buy. People hate to be sold, but they love to buy. When you sprinkle in the right soundbite at the right time, they will buy. Filler number four, curiosity questions. Oftentimes, prospects and clients alike may make a statement or answer a question that leaves you kind of wondering what they mean. In addition, you might hear something that you're thinking that's inaccurate, but you don't really want to call them out on it. Instead of assuming what they meant, let's find out what they meant, and here's how. It's what I call curiosity questions, and it's, ironically, one more question inside the filler formula. So instead of question-answer filler, it's a type of question that is a filler. Question-answer question, and then you go back to one of your core questions. Let me give you an example of what I mean. It would sound something like this. So tell me a little bit about how you invest. Well, I buy and hold until I panic and then I sell out at the bottom and buy back in later when it's more expensive. (laughs) That's interesting. Tell me a little bit more about that. Why do you do that? Well, I do that because I panic because I don't really work with anyone. Oh, okay. So why do you think you don't want to work with anyone? No, I do want to work with someone. And that's why I'm here because I realize that This isn't the right thing for me to do. Pause. Notice what I did. I asked questions like, that's interesting. Tell me more about that. Why is that? Or here's another one. So why do you think blank is happening right now? Why do you think your anxiety goes up when the market goes down? They're going to tell you. The point is with this process, curiosity questions, they're powerful. And these questions help the prospect open up. And that is what you want them to do. The fifth and final form of the filler formula is called empathetic listening. Now, empathetic listening is what that principal partner showed me from that book years ago. And unfortunately, listening can be one of the hardest things for advisors and agents to do because they're busy talking. (laughs) And that's why it's so important to slow down and let the prospect or the client know that you are truly listening. And the way to do that is to do the four levels of empathetic listening. So here are the four levels. Level one, mimicking. Now, mimicking, as you know, is saying exactly what they said. (laughs) You don't want to sound annoying, so you don't want to do this very often, but get this. There's a place for mimicking, and here's what it is. Typically, when you hear someone say a number or a series of numbers, if you repeat the number back to them, it's okay. It's socially acceptable. Here's what I mean. Picture this. Somebody says, let's say the advisor says, tell me a little bit more about where you're at with your investments. How much do you have? 
I think it's 750 before the market pulled back. 750. Good. So how much do you think it pulled back? Uh, I think 15%. 15%. And so on. You get the point. The second level of empathetic listening, rephrasing. Rephrasing is just letting them know what you heard. It's that easy. So you might do something like this. So how are you holding up with the market? Are you doing okay? I'm, it's been pretty volatile. Well, yeah. I mean, yes and no. I'm okay with it when I don't look at the news, and, and I'm not okay with it when I do. And so I don't know. I mean, it, it's just uh, it's probably best not even to turn on the television or, or watch the news when it comes to the market. You know, a lot of people don't watch the news when it comes to the market because they don't want to know. So they just write it out. Pause. So you're just rephrasing. That's powerful. When you do question, answer, rephrasing, it's very powerful. The third level, feelings. Now, this is very powerful if you do it sparingly. If you do it too often, it can get annoying. And here's what I mean. When you sprinkle in, that sounds blank, insert feeling. And then a question, is it? It's great. But if you do it over and over and over and over again, it can get annoying. So let me show you what I mean. So tell me a little bit about how you're holding up with the market. Well, I'm not very good. I mean, it's so volatile that I don't know what to do, and it's kind of confusing and stressful. And so uh, I'm not really, that's why I'm here. Yeah, it sounds kind of stressful. Pause. I'm just letting that person know that I heard the feeling inside the conversation. And number four, feeling and rephrasing. When you do feelings and rephrasing, it's very powerful, and here's why. I'm letting them know I picked up on how you might feel. I can never really tell you how you exactly feel because I'm not you, but I also am rephrasing what I heard. So it might sound like this. Yeah, it sounds kind of stressful because the way that you've been investing has been buy and hold, which is okay. You could do that. But the way that you're reacting to the buy and hold is not okay. Does that make sense? And once you do level four, feelings and rephrasing, level four of empathetic listening, you'll make a great connection. Now that you understand fillers and the filler formula, let's talk about the tools. What we're going to do right now is talk about the four tools that I've designed around the filler formula. Now, before we jump into that, let's do a little recap. I mentioned that we covered three things in this podcast. First, the importance of fillers. Check. We did that. Second, the five forms of fillers. Check. We did that too. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the tools, four tools that are going to help you to master the filler formula. And what I realized over the years is that I needed to develop tools to help my clients to be able to apply the filler formula even faster. And so the first tool that I created years ago is called the filler formula cheat sheet. And it's just a little cheat sheet that shows you different examples of fillers. And like I said, it's the first tool that I created because it was the first tool that we used in role play that following week with that group. 
And the second tool that I created is called the filler formula role play exercise. You see, what I did with that group was I created an exercise where they were going to role play and we were going to focus on the fillers that they were doing in real time. <laughs> the third tool, the filler formula scorecard. We couldn't just role play without having a scorecard to see who won and who lost the game. So I designed a scorecard to help identify patterns. And this was a game changer. You see, we could identify patterns not only with the fillers, but also with the questions, spin-selling questions. Here again, if you haven't listened to it, go back to episode 17 to listen to how to master questions-based selling. And the fourth tool. The fourth tool is just a tool to get ready for role play. It's called the top five fillers list. And what you do in between role play would be to sit down and fill this out on the most common ways to do fillers or the most common fillers that you do. And you don't even realize it. And so when you fill this out, you know what fillers you're going to do in role play. And now that you understand the importance of fillers, the five forms of filler, and the top four filler tools, all you need to do now is apply it. And that's how you fill in the conversation to make a better connection. It's by using the filler formula. Now, before we go, I need to tell you one last story. It's a story about a financial advisor that's been in the business for over 35 years. But until recently, he didn't know there was a filler. He didn't know the filler formula, and he didn't know the tools either. At any rate, what this advisor told me in our one-on-one -on -one session is that he's doing the filler formula all the time. And what he's finding is that he's making connections all the time. And whenever he feels disconnected, he jumps right into the filler formula. As a result, he's got a process to make a connection with people. And that connection in the conversation is much better than he's ever done in the last 35 years. The point is, is that if you want to make better connections in conversations, use the filler formula. You'll be glad that you did. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time. Thank you.